Emerson said. He sat at his desk wearing his suit jacket. Frank took the jacket as a bad sign. Emerson normally worked in shirt sleeves. He wore a jacket only when he was kissing up or kicking down. Frank guessed it wasn't going to be kissing up morning. His stomach was now searing. Half the trouble in the world happened because somebody like Emerson wanted to feel important. His hand, still in his pocket, Frank finally worked the Maalox tablet loose and palmed it. I had a booking, he said, trying not to sound defensive. Emerson had the post on his desk. He looked down at it. Frank casually brought his hand out of his pocket and slipped the Maalox into his mouth. Emerson looked up just as Frank was bringing his hand down. You and Phelps are regular stars. Metro coverage. Even pictures. He tapped the photo of Frank and Jose. You guys have an agent? We took down a bad guy. It happens in this line of work. Happens a lot with you two. Maybe the rest of the department ought to be doing more, Randolph. Emerson sighed. <sighs> we all did like you and Phelps. We wouldn't have any taxpayers left. Taxpayers? Frank's eyes narrowed. He leaned forward and with an index finger jabbed the body bag in the post photograph. Jimmy Foxworth? A taxpayer? In his whole life he never paid tax once. He was supposed to be doing life for raping and murdering a schoolteacher. He served twenty-three months. He goes up before the parole board, does a born-again song and dance. They buy it and turn him loose. He was out two days when he shot an old broad in a 7-Eleven. Frank drew a breath. Courts keep the jimmies in jail where they belong. We won't have to work so hard on the street. Emerson wasn't listening. And then there's the Johnny Sam lawsuit. ACLU's all over our asses. Johnny Sam killed two cops, Randolph. Manhandling suspects is against regulation, whether they're jaywalking or killing cops. And Frank, I don't know how to tell you this, but we need evidence to convict. We had the son of a bitch, two eyewitnesses. One just got the wrong end of a hit and run, and the other's flown. Emerson tilted back in his chair and eyed Frank up and down. You know what the talk is? I know all kinds of talk. What brand you got in mind? The talk is that we need some new faces in homicide. Oh, Frank raised his eyebrows. You getting reassigned? Emerson shook his head as if he heard an old joke badly told. The talk is you and Phelps are cherry-picking. The talk's that you're retired on the job, keeping your score up by going after pissants. Murder's murder, Randolph. But all murderers aren't the same, Frank. Some of them have here-I-am signs hung all over them, like Jimmy Foxworth, a pissant. You and Phelps seem to be bagging more than your share of pissants and the Johnny Sams of the city sue because you guys give away knuckle sandwiches. Frank felt a sour acid burn. The Malox wasn't working. He thrust forward across the desk, bringing his face close to Emerson's. Just a damn minute, Randolph, he said. 11.30 last night, Jose and I are getting shot at. 6.30 we get off shift. I'm in the rack for all of an hour. I get a call from you to get my butt down here. What for, to rehash Johnny Sam? Or discuss that rat Foxworth's virtues? or debate the degree of difficulty of our caseload? The outburst momentarily rocked Emerson back. He took a deep breath, then put on a glare. You're right, Detective Kearney, he said in a low voice. I didn't call you down here for any of that. He thrust the front page of the post at Frank. You and your pal read the rest of the paper, or just the part you're in? We got what? Jose stood in his living room. He wore a pair of baggy white boxer shorts that hung beneath a heavy gut. With the gut and the cross frown and the thick ridges of scar tissue over his eyes, 
He looked like a grizzly disturbed in hibernation. Jose had grown up in Washington, the oldest of five boys. His father, a lay preacher, managed a garage six days of the week, and on Sunday regularly brought down your basic hellfire and brimstone at Bethel A.M.E. His mother taught seventh-grade math at Brown, out on Benning Road. Jose went to Howard to major in accounting and get into professional football. He made the varsity team, but never as a starter. He wasn't big enough for the line or fast enough for the backfield. In his junior year, he said, the hell with it, and tried boxing. The moment he stepped into the ring, he felt at home. At 206 pounds, with a 38-inch reach and a rock-hard belly, he survived the early matches with more experienced fighters until he found his own style. Jose's fighting was straightforward enough. Take the offensive and never let up. Crowd. Push. Punch. If the opponent lands one or cuts you, never show you're hurt. Get back up on your toes.